Welcome to the Big Boss Gyms Podcast. I am your host, Adriana Suso, and on this podcast, we talk about entrepreneurship goals, gyms, everything that we learned along the way. This is going to be an amazing podcast. So we're going to be speaking about branding with our wonderful, amazing guest, Jordan Mason. Hi, Jordan Mason is the founder of Dark Horse Branding. She is also the director of Baybop Skincare. So um, we're going to be talking about branding today. So we are going to jump right on in. Please look, give us a little bit of information about yourself. Yeah, I'd love to. So as Adriana said, I have my own business, Dark Horse Branding. I started that in 2018. And of course, what we do is a little bit of branding, market strategy, and brand strategy. Um, So what that entails is basically, which I'll get into this in uh, much more detail once we get into the podcast, but really what we do is before you get to all the fun and you know, uh, visual elements of your brand, we help you with the brand strategy before you get heavy into uh, what we call the fun side of it. Um, So um, with that, you know, I've been an entrepreneur since technically 2016, um, but officially since um, on paper since 2018. And um, really, it's it's been a great journey learning just everything there is to learn about entrepreneurship, um, kind of learning as you go. And that's kind of the beauty of it, you know. Um, so I'm really excited to be here today to talk about branding and hopefully drop some gems. Awesome. Awesome. So we do have quite a couple of questions that we're going to ask. So what is the importance of a brand for a business or a company? Yeah, that's a great question. I think that's where we have to start, right? Right. A lot of people, um, you know, a lot of people see the brand and the business as the same. And while technically they are, there are a lot of elements of your brand that may not necessarily be shown Um, to all your consumers. So Mm -hmm. essentially when you're looking at your business, um, you know, take a business plan, for example. If most people have done a business plan, you have written in there your mission. Your mission is the foundation of your your business, but how you continue to thread that through your entire company is your brand. Your brand is who you are, whereas your marketing and your sales are how you get to people and how you reach those potential consumers, whereas your brand is what everyone knows you by. So if we take Nike for an example, everyone knows Nike as an athletic brand, those elements, but really what they know them by is the fact that they're athletic driven, you know, and so at the core of what they do, at the core of their brand, it's all about athletics and making sure that that is in everything they do. That's why a lot of their commercials have athletes in them. A lot of their messaging is tailored to athletes. So you can see, even though your brand may not be plastered everywhere, um, it's still really relevant in what your company provides to consumers. Hmm. That's really good gems to drop. That's really good gems <laughs> to drop. So what can a customer or what can a company do to make sure that they are consistent and relevant because especially in today's age technology Mm -hmm. is king are there some Mm -hmm. techniques that you would recommend for them some software that they should use in their company yeah maybe one or two yeah of course so you know what i tell everyone especially my clients that i work with 
it is essential to your business to have a brand foundation. Some mm-hmm. places will also call that a brand platform. Mm-hmm. What that entails, your vision, your positioning, your promise to your consumer, your values and your personality. So really what I always like to tell people is think about a person, think about yourself or think about a person that you admire. What do you admire about them? Do you admire that they're kind or generous? Do you admire that they hold true to their values and that they don't let anyone, you know, let them falter on those? What is it about that person that makes you attracted to them? A brand Hmm. is the same way. When you're shopping, when you're looking for something, you want to attach yourself to it because that's something that you now are taking into your home, into your life. Mm-hmm. A lot of brands don't think, a lot of companies don't think about it that way because they think, oh, well, people know my brand, so they know me and they know what we're about. That's not necessarily the case. So mm-hmm. what you really have to do is make sure in order to stay consistent, the first thing you have to do is make sure you have that foundation of a brand platform. So really sit down, you know, I wouldn't say there's maybe any softwares per se, but some advice that I can give is really sit down with the decision makers of your business. Ask them what they feel are those core values, that core mission. What Mm -hmm. do we want to be perceived as? Because it's very important that the people that run the company all have those same, you know, elements and that they agree to those elements because that's the way that you're gonna stay consistent. If everyone knows that we're representing ourselves as a kind brand, then we mm-hmm. know that moving forward, marketing is going to use that for messaging. Sales is going to use that for how they implement. You know, every department is then going to have that thread. So I think it's really essential essential to make sure that all the decision makers are on the same page with that. And that you really do. Um, my second piece of advice is really take time with it. A lot of mm. people, when they start their companies, they're ready to go. You know, they've got the idea. They're ready, you know, to hit the ground running. Take some time to really think about how you want your consumers to see you. Because if you do the work up front, you won't have to do it later. It's a lot easier to start with branding in the beginning when you're just kind of figuring things out and get that foundation set than doing it 10 years later when you've already gotten all these consumers and now you kind of have to backtrack. So that's mm-hmm. that's what I would say. Okay. Okay. So I have a question. So when you go on Instagram and you go on Facebook, primarily Instagram, so you know, Instagram is king for like images and sensory overloads and all of those things that are Mm -hmm. super, super important to a brand, right? Because it kind of gives the consumer like, hey, this is what we're about. This is um, how we're going to present ourselves to you. How important is it to make sure that like your brand is uniform? What makes a brand look uniform online? Of course, that's a great question. Um, You know, a lot of the elements, especially with Instagram, like you mentioned, it's extremely visually appealing and it's important to have those visuals consistently thread throughout your social media, not only that, but your business. So a lot of times that's where we kind of leave the brand platform and we come into the visual identity of the brand. So that's the logos, those are the colors, the fonts, those are how Mm -hmm. you stay consistent. A lot of times with brands, the way that they succeed is because it may not necessarily be that they're putting their color palette on everything, but it's the fact that they, they make sure on their social media, they have a singular voice that they're always Mm -hmm. speaking in a certain way to their consumer. They're always reaching that certain target audience that they need to reach. And you do that 
by creating a brand or sometimes we even call it a vibe um, Mm -hmm. that you want your consumer to feel when you get on their page. So if you think about a brand that is really heavily popular on Instagram, we'll say Glossier. Glossier is a beauty Mm -hmm. company. Um, They're very well known for having really great uh, brand loyalty with their consumers. And the way that they do that is because everything they do is fresh and clean and new and innovative. They don't necessarily Mm -hmm. say that on their social media, but their images do and their content Mm -hmm. does and their Mm -hmm. website does. And so Mm -hmm. when you interact with that brand, you to end, you're getting a clean, you know, product because that's the brand that you're interacting with. So really consistency is not what people think it is with branding, which is the look. It's really about how you talk, how you thread that through your business and also how you can continue to keep them engaged. Because if you go to your Instagram and it looks one way and you go to your website and it looks completely different, that's disconnecting Mm -hmm. and the consumer is going to be like, oh, what is this? Hmm. Oh, wow. That's really, really great information. That's great information. So when it comes to the, say for instance, when it comes to a company needing a brand manager or needing someone in marketing, um, how, what are the key things that they need to have and make sure before coming to someone like you? That's a great question, Adriana. Seriously, I cannot stress enough (laughs) how many people, (laughs) um, you know, it's one or the other. come to me way too early or they come to me way too late (laughs) so most of the time and you know really what you need to have when you come to business plan I have to know what about I have to know Mm -hmm. where you your vision for the business what you want this to be what you see this as what do you want your consumers to be a lot of that goes into marketing and branding if you have a business and you know that you want to target Gen Z, work make your brand appealing to Gen Z. So it's imperative that I know the people you're trying to reach, how you're trying to reach them, reach them, and why you're trying to reach them. And a lot hmm. of times, like I mentioned earlier, a lot of people just want to jump right into it. I get it. It's so exciting when you finally have a business idea. But once again, really take time to understand got this business idea what is the reason Mm -hmm. I'm doing this who do I want to reach and why do I want to reach these people like why all of a sudden do I feel this business would be great for these people in Mm -hmm. that then take the passion that you have for your business and you know the resource that these consumers how we build the brand a lot of times people will come to me and they've got a business idea but they haven't sat down to write the business plan they don't really know their target consumer and they don't really understand why they're doing. so I always say go back figure that out with your team and then come back to me and we'll we'll get started on building that brand and then on the other side there are a lot of people that build this brand and you know they they think about it in a way of well this is who I want to target or this is why I think it's a great idea you have to separate yourself from your brand I cannot stress that enough you are though even if you are the CEO and the founder you are different than your brand at the 
different entities. So a lot of that I stress to people, I know that you have a following. I know that you may have, you know, this certain vibe that you want to give off, but what vibe do you want your business to give off? What do you want your consumers to see? So there's kind of two mm. sides of that. But essentially, you know, you really have to know the why and the reasoning behind it to create a successful brand. Okay, that's really, really good. So we we both know, especially because we're both entrepreneurs and the mm-hmm. entrepreneurs, of course, that are listening. We know that data is king, right? Yes. So with data, we know mm-hmm. that we have to look at analytics. How important is analytics to the brand manager uh, or to you? Um, the marketer, the brand, you know, manager, yeah, brand manager. Um, how mm-hmm. important is analytics to you in regards to the success of a company? That's a great question. It is extremely important. Um, I, I feel like I'm saying that about everything, <laughs> but it really is important. Um, a lot of times marketing and analytics, analytics teams work side by side because that mm-hmm. is how you see uh, conversion and that's how you see success. So when you're looking at data, there's a bunch of different ways that you can look at data. So you can look at data from a point of um, actual consumer data. So learning who your target audience is, seeing who's engaging with your brand, or if you are a new brand, seeing who you want to engage. There's also data around how people are engaging with you, what content they like, what what attracts them to certain things. And from that, you can actually find a lot of great information with data. What I do in my business with market research, sometimes we actually, most of the time, actually, we do the market research before we do the branding because the market research will tell us everything that we need to know about this consumer and about the brand moving forward. So, you know, ask those questions, do little surveys if you have to, to learn, you know, if you are interested in um, starting a clothing line, you know, think about, ask people what kind of clothes, you know, clothing items they'd like to see. Make Mm -hmm. a five you know, question survey that takes less than 10 minutes, send it to some people and see what they, what they respond with, because then you can take that data and you can use that when you're using, when you're creating your brand strategy. And not only that, but then you have actual, you know, facts stating 27% of people want to see this, but 57% of people want to see this. So it's always good when you can back things up with facts. And also that helps as brand, you know, as brand managers, that helps us to see who your consumers are, what they're interested in, where they are, where they aren't. And those are really big, um, you know, deals for us too, when we're thinking about how to Hello. Hey, everyone. We are back. So the last thing that we talked about was adding someone to your analytics. All right. Back with Jordan. Yes. So um, like I was saying, you know, it's really important that analytics and marketing work hand in hand. Um, You should definitely have someone you know, talking to some, you know, whoever your social media marketer is or manager, you need to have them talking to an analytics person at least um, bi-weekly so that you can run reports and see what's working and what's not. Mm -hmm. Um, And just making sure that you utilize the data that's being given to you. I mean, you know, like you mentioned before, we live, tech is king. 
ability, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, everything that you do, everything that's attached to your brand should have insights and analytics attached to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing I will say, if you do not have Google Analytics on your website, do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a easy to uh, install pixel and it will save you a lot of headache when trying to find out who your customers are mm-hmm. um, especially if you use a platform like Shopify it will automatically tell you where your consumers and website viewers are coming from so just really make sure that you're utilizing the data that's already available to you Awesome. Amazing. Amazing. So, okay. So when you talk about like the Google analytics, does that fall into play with like possibly running or using that information with SEO and SEM audits? Um, how do those two kind of play hand in hand? Yeah, it definitely it holds, it, it definitely holds um, you know, kind of some sister qualities there. Okay. If you are using Google Analytics, that's going to that's going to let you know where your consumers are coming from and what they're interested in. Mm-hmm. Where um, SE, SEO and SEM is more so for ad focuses. Um, so when you're doing Google ads and things of that sort, you definitely want to make sure that your SEO and SEM keywords are in a good spot so that you can attract the right people. Um, Google Analytics may not exactly share that information with you all at once. A lot of times that you have to put your SEM and SEO recommendations in. So you have to provide the keywords. And then from there, Google will tell you if it was a good keyword or not. Um, So they do kind of work hand in hand. They're a little bit different. One is more a little bit audience focused and one is more about conversion. Um, But they do work hand in hand. If you're running, if you're looking at analytics, then you know where to run those specific keywords. So they do, you know, they do marry with each other pretty well. Okay, that's really good information. Okay, yeah. so let me think, let me think, let me think, let me think. Because I had I had a really good juicy question. And it's like <laughs> at the moment that you think about it, you forget it. It leaves your brain. Right. You forget it. Okay, so um you you mentioned Shopify. Um, and you yeah. mentioned you mentioned having a Google Pixel. You mentioned uh, having a Google Pixel to capture the analytics so that you know who your customer is and what they look like, which is absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some good gems other than those two things for a new entrepreneur to have? Oh, that's a good question. Um, let's see. Let me, let me think real quick. I mean, there's so many gems out there. You know, I, I will go back to talking about utilizing the data and things that you have, Mm -hmm. you know, not only talking about data, utilize the resources that you have. There are a lot of free apps on Shopify. There are a lot of free integrations that you can do Mm -hmm. where without even having to pay anything, you can route your consumers to a certain page or a certain product. Um, so really, you know, do your research on that and see what you feel is best for your business. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really important. And I know as entrepreneurs starting out, we we need to save a little bit of money where we can. <laughs> so, right. you know, it's really important that um, there are a lot of apps out there that are free. But I think also one of the biggest pieces of advice I think I could give for anybody starting out is just mm-hmm. really be open. You know, there are going to be a lot of people that ask you questions that you may not have thought about with your business, um, or there may be a lot of people that may question your business. And, you know, be open to that feedback. You never know how someone's feedback can lead you to 
um, another product or service. Um, so really, you know, I always say keep an open mind. You never know who's going to drop a gem around you. You never know what someone else has experienced and they may be able to rub their knowledge off on you. Um, mm-hmm. It's really hard in the beginning because you're so excited and you you have created this baby, you know, and, and so it's hard when people talk about your baby or give you feedback on it. But you know, really, really lean into that and, and figure out where your strengths and weaknesses are because those can only make you better. Right, right. That's really, really great, Gems. Thank you so much for sharing that information. Yeah. I do have another question. So for product-based businesses, what mm-hmm. are the key essentials for uh, a product-based business to have in their branding that make customers such as yourself um and mm-hmm. you can even um provide like an experience that you've had um okay. but what are key essentials that product-based businesses should have in their branding that make customers or consumers feel like Mwah, chef's kiss yeah of course so i think a lot of times we hear a lot about authenticity and mm-hmm. we hear a lot about aesthetic I know those words are really overplayed, but they really do mean a lot in the marketing world. Mm -hmm. If you have a good aesthetic, you will win on Instagram. If people can attract to your mood and your vibe and your images, and if you can make them feel like they are really there, um, specifically, I see like a lot of swim swimsuit companies do this, mm-hmm. where you know it's people really on the beach, really enjoying themselves. Like you didn't just show your product on a mannequin; you put someone in your product, you got them out into the real world where they would be using your product, and now that's giving a sense to someone else. Oh, I could I could wear that too. I could be out on that beach too. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid to show your product in real time. Um, you know, get it out there. And if people want to live in this lifestyle that they've dreamt for of themselves, you know, and, and that's where aesthetics come from. The idea that someone created something that you now want and you want to be a part of. And that's essential for product-based businesses. You have a product to sell. So mm-hmm. you can you can use that to your advantage with how is this going to how is this going to attract somebody when they feel it, when they smell it, when they, you know, may taste it, when uh, it gets on their body? Like, what things do you want them to know about your product? And also, what sets your product apart from everybody else? What mm-hmm. is it going to be that they choose your water bottle over someone else's water bottle? Mm-hmm. You know, think about those elements and think about why um, people would use them. Mm. Okay, so it's, it's basically like a play on sensory Yeah, for sure. Sensory is huge in branding and it's also huge in marketing. You know, when when we create brands, even down to the brand platforms and the logos of the aesthetic that we want to give off, like, for example, um, a brand I worked on last year is a skincare company and um, she wanted to attract people that were definitely like in the millennial age range Mm -hmm. and she wanted to attract people that were very like fluid and may have different you know quote unquote non-traditional lifestyles Mm -hmm. um people that you know may not have a lot of money to spend on their skincare but they still want those exotic you know um services Mm -hmm. and so what we did with her brand is we made it to where this brand would definitely attract a millennial consumer by the looks of it, by the colors of it. But what we also did was we made the actual logo look as if it was moving. And we wanted to do that because 
fluidity was so important to her that we wanted mm-hmm. the logo to also be fluid. So Ooh. it's elements like that where it's like you add those little tidbits into your brand, people. Uh-huh. I mean, just you talking about it. It was just like, <laughs> I can feel I'm not even there and I don't even know, you know, the skincare company that you're speaking of, but yeah. the way that you express it and you explain it, it just mm-hmm. it just makes me excited and it makes yeah. me excited for that brand because with um experts like you like you make the brand come to life to the consumer and i believe that your role in a company's success is so crucial it's Mm -hmm. so crucial it's so strategic and you know it has to like as a company like such as myself um as an entrepreneur and as a founder you have to have those key players in -hmm. your business or else you won't thrive because they are um the face in a sense or they face the consumer they Mm -hmm. display your brand to the consumer so you know thank you so much for your work thank you so much for what you do because look like i said (laughs) um Jordan is the director of marketing for my company, Baybab Skincare, and she does an absolute phenomenal and amazing job. She's she's incredible. So um, if you are a founder or an entrepreneur who's listening to this podcast, take a moment if you are um, in a stage of your business to where you have a team Um, take a moment to go over to that team member or, you know, we're remote. Some of us are remote because of COVID, you know, things like that. It's still wild out here. Um, (laughs) But take a moment to give thanks and take a moment to show humility and um, give, like I said, give thanks and be grateful for that individual and their work because um, without them in your company, you know, they're one of the key pieces of making your company thrive. So I always want to say that, you know, to um, entrepreneurs, because I know that like as founders, like like you said, like it's our baby. We feel as though we know everything. And um, some of us, you know, we're open to learning and things of that nature. Um, but, you know, I always want to like give my entrepreneurs, you know, a little piece of advice like, hey, um, we don't know everything. And it's so mm-hmm. great to um, show like a strong leadership when you add people to your team in which they specialize in whatever it is that you lack um, information or you lack knowledge of. Yeah. Um, so again, you know, thank you for being a part of our company, for making our company better. Um, I have definitely seen a change in numbers as well as the feel of the brand since you became a part of our team. So Mm -hmm. thank you so much for that. Um, Of course. It's a pleasure. I love working on the brand. Oh, thanks. Thanks, thanks, (laughs) thanks. Um, Well, uh, we're about to close out, but before we close out, I always want to ask, like, do you have a positive note or a final piece of advice to the listeners? Yeah, let me think. I definitely I definitely want to close with something, you know, inspirational to keep the keep the gems and the vibe going. Um, you know, I think I, I tell a lot of people this, and I think sometimes as entrepreneurs it can go in one ear and out the other. <laughs> myself included, <laughs> myself included. Um, you don't have to do everything alone. And I know mm-hmm. that Adriana kind of just uh, hinted on that. But I really want to reiterate that a lot mm. of times I worked in my business for five years with no help 
Um, and it was, you know, there were a lot of days that I wanted to pull my hair out sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. There, you know, there's no one way to run a business. Um, you know, there's always going to be different challenges that come in that you may not foresee. Um, but you don't have to do everything alone. And and that goes for even if you don't have the resources to hire a team, you know, ask other entrepreneurs around you, join groups of people that do the same thing that you do. Use resources around you, um, whether that's blogs or other Instagram accounts, uh, other social media accounts. I know a lot of TikTok accounts, you know, do a lot of great branding and marketing tips. You know, lean into those where you you may say, that's not my strong suit and I don't know how to do that, but I want to mm-hmm. learn how to do it. Um, you know, make sure you're you're open to that. You know, you don't have to stress yourself out and do everything on your own. You have, you know, people around you that would be willing to help, I'm sure. Um, sometimes we just don't see it because we're blinded by just by that, you know, tunnel that we want to get down. Um, but I think it's really important to to understand, you know, when to raise your hand and when to say, you know what, I may need help with that. Agreed, agreed. That was such, such great advice. Um, That is it for today's podcast. Um, If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. And as always, have a great and wonderful day. Be prosperous. And we're out. Have a great day. Bye, (laughs) y'all. Hey y'all, it's your girl Adriana with Big Boss Gems Podcast. You want to know a little secret? Come here real closely. You can help us grow by liking and sharing our podcast. It's that easy. All you have to do is share to your friends, share on your page, like our podcast. You can listen to us now on iHeartRadio. Hey, you can also listen to us on Spotify as well as Anchor. When you like our podcast and when you share our podcast, it helps us reach a multitude of new listeners and it helps us continue thriving with giving you amazing content. And who don't look? It's a win-win to me. Who doesn't love content? Okay, so if you haven't done so already, go on ahead onto our Big Boss Gems podcast and share it. Share it on Facebook, Instagram, like it, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who likes and shares. And we appreciate you for listening every week. Thank you so much again. And don't forget, help us grow by liking, sharing, and subscribing. This episode was sponsored by Bay Vibe Skincare. Make skincare a vibe with Bay Vibe Skincare, your number one biodegradable skincare regimen. You can order yours today on Amazon, Walmart, or the website at www.bayvibes.com. Make skincare a vibe with Bay Vibes.